They took the job for the Holimus. Ooh! And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Tonight, I'm joined by my producer extraordinaire, Jeff Williams. Flash photography. I wouldn't. It alters the homing signal, and that's not good. Yes, yes, it does. My co-host, Chuck Fitzgerald. Besides, they're tourists. What do they know? Also, this is the first time I've been on the show and not hosting in such a long time, I almost forgot my line. <laughs> and I line. may need a new line. If nah, go with the classic. Sometimes an oldie but goodie works. Yeah, but they're gonna and close speaking. the ride. And speaking, uh, while it's still open until then, keep the line. But it's up to you. And finally, speaking of uh, oldies but goodies, we have Stephen Maxwell with us tonight. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes. Yes, you are. I must admit, Dave's going to, if, that, if that's the premise for changing your your spiel, Dave's going to have to look at changing his as well. By all accounts, if they're going to shut down the Muppets as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Dave, we need a line writer. Oh, yeah, that's true. I didn't even think of that. Well, right now, what is it? It's running at like a lower time uh, or something like that? Yeah, the seasonal uh, capacity, you know. The we're taking stuff out of this, but don't want to tell anyone. So, uh, that's how they did it at California Adventure. First, they start. They turned it into a 4D preview theater. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, it disappeared. Yeah, yeah. That's so. It's a very distinct possibility. New. But didn't they just? But didn't they just redo Muppet Courtyard? It's a fountain, Dave. Yeah, I know, but they changed like the facades and everything. They they kind of like just did all this like new artwork for it and everything. What's the point? Um, to my understanding, the Muppet Store now does not have Muppets. It has no. Gonzo in a trash can. <laughs> that's not a euphemism. Yeah, that that's really what they're selling Gonzo out of a trash can. I mean, uh, Pizza Rizzo needs to, uh, which go is away. also going seasonal. That's a good it's thing. No, it's not. Up. I actually enjoyed Pizza Rizzo. I, I thought it was going to shut down completely. Yeah, you got. You actually enjoyed Pizza R- Rizzo? Yes, I do enjoy Pizza Rizzo. No one's ever in there. The bathrooms are immaculate. <laughs> the food is decent. You see, the food I'm, I'm not a fan of. I'll, I'll, I'll give you the bathrooms, and I like the theming because I love how you go upstairs into the... Uh, the banquet hall? The, the, fam- the banquet hall, and you read the sign that's celebrating a wedding, but if you look at the faded letters underneath it, it was a, it was a funeral at first. Well, you know. <laughs> you know <it's laughs> and just... it makes you feel at home being from New York, right? Exactly. You know, the uh, Italian family on, on my mother's side and everything, it just kind of just, it goes. It does. Yeah. Well, I've just, just completely derailed us this evening. Well, don't. Most of that family is a bunch of rats anyway, but that's another story for another time. So. All right. Well, we're already off the rails, so let's get back on the rails. Oh, actually, you no, know what? I'm having... taking us off the rails again. Dave, you you left the wedding before the end. Do you know what we ended um, the wedding with? The last song that was played, the last two songs that was played. No. The Bohemian Rhapsody Muppet version important detail (laughs) um and anyone want to take a stab at what the last song was going on this muppet theme now it's dave since when was that the muppets oh i thought i was just going disney theme no 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 no, the muppet theme oh uh wait a minute so wait um menomina absolutely (laughs) <laughs> nice. It was the last song of the wedding. Anyways, let's <laughs> let's put this uh, garbage truck on fire back on the rails. Wait, M I C K E Y M O U 
see. I needed to finish it. It's just like you should have. You know, I can't yeah. leave things. No, absolutely. I, I get that one. Yeah, and I figure I torture Pat enough with his uh, rendition of uh, Zippity Doo. Everything. So I figured I'll give him something. All right, so now can we get back on the rails, Chuck? I just said we could get this garbage truck on fire back on the rails. <laughs> okay. I don't know then. why the garbage truck is on fire or on the rails, but you know what? Whatever. Let's have a word from our sponsors. Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Chico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. And ladies and gentlemen, make sure you check our Twitter when you hear this episode for our latest Joffrey's giveaway. Wait, can we win? No, no, we can't. I quit until I win the contest. <laughs> but our friends can win. No more Chuck. Oh. No more Chuck. <laughs> disappear. Disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So tonight we're talking the best time of the year, or maybe you can say it's the most wonderful time of the year at Disney World. No, not Christmas. No, not Halloween. No, not food and wine. Chris Oween. Huh? That Chris Oween or Hollomus. Hollom I like Hollomus better than Chris's Ween. Chris Amin. Oh. Chris Oween. Hol- Alright, let's go with Hollomus. Can we create a p- Twitter poll when the show gets released? <laughs> so, yeah, so they can vote for their favorite Chris Oween or Hollomus. Yeah, sure. But what do I mean by Chris Amin? Chris Oween or now you have me <laughs> now you have me all tongue tied, Chuck. Thanks a lot. What do we mean by Chris Oween or Hollimus? We mean that wonderful week transition period at Walt Disney World where if you time your trip right, you can get the best of both holidays by going to experience Halloween in Walt Disney World and Christmas. Now this year it's a little bit harder because the first Christmas party is not to, I think, the 9th. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. The Thursday? Yeah, so... Or that... Well, Thursday's the 8th, so the 9th is the Friday, I believe, so... Okay. You have the last Halloween party, which, which uh, when by the time this show comes out, would have been last night, Halloween, because now it's uh, the 1st of November, and you have nine days to the next party, but during this time, they're going to be getting the... Uh, Magic Kingdom decked out with Yuletide Shear. There are some advantages and there are some disadvantages of coming during this time. Yes, if you come early enough, you can experience Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party at an early time at a reduced price. However, you're not going to get all the Christmas regalia that is Walt Disney World because... uh, Festival of the Holidays, or whatever they're calling it now, doesn't start to after Thanksgiving, so you're not going to get your Epcot storytellers. 
you're not going to get your uh, food boots because they're still on their uh, transition from food and wine. So you're not going to get the uh, new uh, pastrami sandwich over at the Chaim booth. So there's always that to consider. And all of the hotels might not necessarily be decorated yet. You'll be able to maybe watch some of the things go up if you really want to wait up one night uh, really late. Maybe try to go to the Grand Floridian. You can watch them put up the uh, magnificent Victorian-style Christmas tree. But I wouldn't count on the gingerbread house being ready quite y- quite yet. You gentlemen agree? Yep. Um. Yeah, absolutely. I. You know, the, you say you can stay up late if you want to but a lot of people do that because the decorations and seeing disney transform right in front of your eyes to the christmas um motif is a a draw in and of itself i I mean if you could if you just think about the wilderness lodge for a second and that tree or the animal kingdom lodge and just witnessing them put up the tree overnight where all the kids um you know go to bed and it's you know, it's a regular hotel and then they wake up and it's Christmas. I mean, that would require quite a bit of time to stay awake because, you know, kids sleep in. Um, but seeing their look, I, I think, would make it worth it. Well, that could be part of our uh, plans because today, gentlemen, we are going to plan the ultimate Walt Disney World and Orlando surrounding area trip during Disney World's transition from Halloween to Christmas. What would you do? How would you observe both holidays in some way? You don't necessarily have to go to the parties. I mean, we already talked last week about how we would spend our ultimate Halloween over at Walt Disney World. But how would you kind of make sure that you got both best of both worlds while being in Walt Disney World during this uh, magical, uh, we're gonna we'll say a week just uh, for argument's sake, but in this case maybe mm, fifteen days at this. So maybe let's say ten day. Let's say we did a ten day trip. But if you, how would you spend this time enjoying the transition, Stephen? What would you do? Well, I was here last year, but at this time, uh, and it's it's great to have both times that you can actually visit and have Halloween and Christmas all in the same go. Uh, I'd been there before for the Halloween and we did uh, the party night. Uh, not so scary. But have it, as you say, Dave, it's, it's waking up one day with all the pumpkins and all the orange and everything that's, that's in the Magic Kingdom and then the following day you go and it's it's Christmas. It's fantastic how they just tear it down. But uh, if, I, if I was to do it again, I, I can't see me going back at that time again, not for a few years anyway, but I would do the, both parties. I would do the Not So Scary and uh, Very Merry Christmas party as well. Uh, never done the Christmas one. So it's one of these things that is sort of on the bucket list to do. But there's that many things to do over there at Halloween and Christmas, that to do both of them might be a wee bit overkill. You know, I don't know uh, what you think. Uh, party, party. I mean, there's only so many characters, uh, only so much candy, only so much. Do they still do the cookies and do the, the hot chocolate at the Christmas party? Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, they do. So, I mean, you'll be buzzed up to your eyeballs, you know, with... <laughs> With all the sugar and stuff like that going through. But it's meeting the characters and going through. And I think with the Halloween stuff, having the the ability to dress up and go into the Magic Kingdom is one of these sort of spectacular things that you can do because you can't do it any other time of year. But the Christmas one, it's even going to Hollywood Studios and standing in front of uh, the lake and seeing the, the Christmas tree behind you, it's glorious. It really is. It's so, so good. And we, when we were there last year, it was uh, Prep and Landon was just coming on at the, the Chinese theatre as well. Uh, and then 
they just brought out the the Tower of Terror with the new uh, pro, the, the mapping uh, with the, all the, the different like uh, candy shop so a facade that was dropping down the front of uh, the tower which I think it was the first night that was actually on it it was fantastic just to actually see the tower transform which is one of my, my favourite rides anyway Well I was going to ask you that considering you're such a Tower of Terror purist how did you feel about that? But you've already answered well, it. Well, going beforehand, I was a bit up in the air about it because I mean, oh, you were downright against it. I remember, yep. our, I remember <laughs> our chats. Well, I mean, obviously they've done that in uh, Anaheim, you know, in Disneyland, and have changed or DCA, and have changed it to Guardians of the Galaxy. Obviously, they can't do it over here because of the agreement with Universal. But I was. I wasn't looking forward to it. I thought this is the tower is one of these rides that is very traditional in my eyes, and you should really touch it. But when I turned around the corner and looked up and saw the the different things falling off, and it was it really was the way they've done it is fantastic. I mean, obviously they've done it with the castle, with uh, uh, Happy Ever After, you know, the, with the, the bit mapping there as well, but. But the tower is so good and it's such a big facade and sort of canvas to actually do that. To it's and it, they never just had the one thing. It was like, like there was frosting on it, there was different balls coming down, there was presents coming down. Uh I just thought it was great. And then obviously you get the 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 snope that we were talking about as well. So you catch that in your mouth, you'll never <laughs> you'll never try and catch another snowflake flight in your life. But I just think the two of them wrapped in together. If you can do a trip round about the turn just before the 31st of October into November, uh, it's one of the best things you could actually do. It's one of the best times of the year to actually do it, to, to fit these two things in together. Okay, excellent. How would you have the rest of your vacation go? Because, again, you, you did hit, hit it on the head. It can't be all Christmas. It can't be all... Halloween, how would you take that trans- transitional time? Where would you mostly spend that time in between? Uh, probably in between. Uh, well, go, go to Universal as well. I mean, staying on Disney property is one of these things where you're sort of stuck in the bubble. So uh, you do take a couple of days out and go to, to Universal. Never done Halloween Horror Nights over there. And there wasn't too much Christmas stuff over at Universal as well. When we were there, uh, but no, uh, you've got to take yourself out of Disney a wee bit. There's that much to do in Florida and, and obviously the middle of Orlando that you could take yourself out for a couple of days and actually do even get out to uh, Kissimmee, you know, into the old town and, and do something like that as well. Because I'm sure they would dress up the, the town, you know, just as pretty at Christmas as well. You see, that's where I disagree. I find that there are play- things that you can do for both during this trip outside the Orlando area in some way. I think, obviously, not having a car the last time uh, and the last couple of times I've been there it sort of makes it a wee bit more difficult. The only transition we've done is the Uber ride over to, to Universal. Uh, maybe next time if I, if I go, I'll maybe get a car and be able to do things like that out with the the Orlando area, but as you say, I mean, the, the amount of times that you get down and, like, all of yourselves get down, you know, when I'm only going, like, once every two years, you want to try and fit in as much as possible and to try and to, to put that in the same sort of aspect as going and doing other things out with of the Orlando area, you've got travelling and stuff like that that you've got to take into consideration, so uh, a wee bit more difficult for us to plan it, maybe than yourselves over in America. This is definitely true. Uh, have you ever rented a car when down yeah, here? Yeah, I mean, we used to do that all the time. It's only the last three times that we've been there that we've been staying on site and we didn't didn't feel the need to. The only place we were actually going was Universal. So we just... Uh, so do you need to, like, go to, like, the like the the last parking lot at Magic Kingdom that's not empty and je- that's not full and just kind of, like run donuts or something to kind of get yourself oriented to r- driving on the other side of the road how does that work honestly it's so easy 
near driving in and the other side of the road from here. Uh, obviously, over here you can't do overtake uh, undertaking, but in America you can. Doesn't matter what way you go, you can undertake and overtake and actually go over the top of a car if you want. Uh, but no, I think driving over there is fantastic. I've never had a problem with it. Uh, it was quite a wee bit up in the air the first time we'd done it, but that was back in '92. So since then, I've been there quite a few times, and and the, the driving's never been an issue. Even got away down to Tampa, you know, and going to Bush Gardens and stuff like that. You know, it's quite a drive, but it's it's not a difficult drive, and love the roads over there. I could drive there anytime. Nice. Jeff, what would you do? Well, uh, I know I really envy Stephen's uh, trip last year, being able to straddle both um, seasons. Um, it's going to be, it's kind of tough to do this year. Um, looks like all the Disney stuff kicks off November 8th. Um, the last uh, Mickey's Not So Scary is the 31st. That's a week and a day. So it's not impossible. You, you could totally pull it off. It's just be really tough. Um, I I was really smitten with um, um, the sunset seasons greetings uh, Hollywood Studios, like uh, Stephen said. Uh, last year was brand new. It, was, it, it just was. I think it's going to be. You know, I never thought. You know, nothing's going to replace Osborne <laughs> uh, lights, but this was a pretty big. Uh, big hit i thought um a lot of us we went back a couple times it was just really really special um and it doesn't there's nothing no hard ticket event going on in hollywood studios but i just really loved the feel of holidays in hollywood studios and we're gonna go again this christmas week and uh i love the fact that there's no hard ticket event there's really it's just an atmosphere thing you you don't have to run around and do do a lot of stuff it's very laid back in this what new, day are you going down uh so the first the whole week of christmas will be there but we um no um as far as uh what we're going to do um we haven't sorted out all of our plans day to day but well because i'm going to um, be down there the uh the 19th and coming home the afternoon of uh, christmas eve so i can be with the family so oh, okay. We overlapping. Oh, cool. Yeah, definitely. We're definitely overlapping. I'm thinking um, uh, ice at the Gaylord Palms. Oh, yeah. I've, I keep hearing good things about that. As, well. <laughs> um, but as far as the sunset, sunset seasons, uh, have you seen it yet, uh, Dave? I saw it briefly last year. Um, yeah. I stopped in to see the uh, Tower of Terror. I guess I saw, I guess I saw all of them. Yeah. Um I think I skipped Jingle Bell Jingle Bam. I think I saw it once at yeah. that point, but I haven't been back for it. I love this new uh modern take on uh end of night projection shows where they're just cycling through and so there's not this huge congestion of people. Um so, you know, they do a really good job on the Tower of Terror with the rotating really cute little 5-minute shows, even less than that maybe. Um but also, um, they do it, uh, obviously, the Tree of Life, but they also do it, uh, we got to uh, go see the Hogwarts uh, um, castle, um, yes. Hogwarts uh, in Wizarding World, Harry Potter over at Universal. Um, they, they introduced theirs last year, too. So they, they did all their Christmas stuff for the first time as well. Um, that was phenomenal. In fact, it's making us really think hard about maybe staying a night there just to take all their stuff in because i mean do it on that, a weekend when the Mannheim steamroller's there exactly you know they're only there on the weekend so um it, that adds another layer of um as you're walking around you you don't really have to sit there and look, take in the whole show but you can you actually you can hear it, we, what we found throughout the entire park but um that's that's over at universal studios florida but um, Alan's Adventure, both Wizarding World of Harry Potter, they, they, they decked out in Christmas last year. I can't believe that was the first year they've done that. I, that to me, that seems like a no-brainer, but um, that was phenomenal. But I love I love how it's just not super crazy crowded, and it's just uh, easy to maneuver around. Um, now, as far as transitioning from, from Halloween, um, I, I will say this. Uh, I don't think I would ever try to plan on being the first night of anything in Orlando anymore. Um, it just seems like you just get it inundated with locals and bloggers and and vloggers and 
I've I've experienced it so many times. I've just kind of like it, it's kind of like a, a bittersweet thing to me. So I can guarantee you, November eighth, <laughs> Mickey's not so Mickey's. Uh, uh, sorry, uh, the uh, Christmas. Um, Mickey's show. very merry Christmas party. <laughs> yeah. Dang, uh, Mickey's very merry Christmas party, and then somehow uh, the sunshine, uh, the Hollywood Studios opens up November eighth, Christmas too. So um, it's gonna be nuts that first night. I, I know for a fact. I know we we all know a lot of locals, and they're so ready for Christmas that they're just like chomping at the bit, and everybody's gonna be there. So I don't know if that's good or bad, but it just seems like it's if you could get maybe a couple days into one of those <laughs> things, maybe like the second party or the third. I don't know. But uh, if it's what all you can do, then it's you know it's worth trying to pull off. Like I said, Stephen, I envied Stephen's uh, trip last year. It was a cool, cool way to pull it off. Awesome. Would you do anything else? Go anywhere else on that trip? Well, uh, so you said the ice thing at Gaylord Palms. That's yeah, but I don't think that's list. open yet. Oh, on the transition. Yeah, on and the that's transition the week. That's they're still they're still actually creating it because they uh, the Gaylord Palms uh, put a story on Instagram a couple of days ago of their progress and they were showing some ice carvers and painting the ice statues. Uh, my understanding is this year it's going to be themed to a Christmas story. Oh man, that's cool. Oh, the other thing about uh, Universal Studios is they don't start their kick off their stuff till November seventeenth, so that's a tough one, you know, because I don't even know if you could do a transition <laughs> trip um, because they're they're tearing down from um, Halloween Horror Nights and all that good stuff, and then transitioning. So none of their stuff is going to kick off for a couple weeks. Um, so just something something to keep in mind. I actually did keep that in line for mine, and I found a way to do it. But before you, before that, Chuck. So this is actually a fantastic show topic, seeing that I'm staring down the barrel of a trip. Um, actually, as are you. But my trip has changed a little bit. So for our honeymoon, we were originally going to fly out today and spend um, a fortnight I believe, Stephen, right? Yes? Two weeks. weeks. Two weeks. Fortnite. Ah, very good then. Um, in Disney World, however, uh, due to work commitments and obligations, that wasn't possible. So we had actually already planned this out. So this was a very easy show topic for me. Um, <laughs> you, you actually, so the way to start it out, the key way to start this out is you go to Magic Kingdom on a Halloween night um, and, and go to the party, naturally. Because what else is better than seeing um, Hollow Wishes than seeing it on Halloween? Um, Disney does a great job at setting the atmosphere for fall and Halloween in general. So really, any time during now to go into Magic Kingdom is a fantastic option to, to get yourself in the Halloween mood if you don't want to give yourself a heart attack by being scared by a clown. <laughs> Looking at you, Universal. <laughs> <laughs> um, from there, you can take a couple of days and avoid Magic Kingdom. So these are the days that you're going to go into Epcot. These are the days that you're going to go into Hollywood Studios. These are the days that you're going to go into Animal Kingdom. And then about November 4th or 5th, you go back into uh, Magic Kingdom. Because by that point, while the parties aren't started yet, they're... They're going to have a lot of the decorations up. Um, in fact, the castle lights should already be on Cinderella Castle. Um, just based on the fact that it's, you know, October 29th today. Um, so they're, they're, yeah, they were up. They were up two weeks. ago. Yeah. So the, the, the castle lights are already there. The Disney's ready to make this transition. They do it overnight. There's some fantastic uh, time lapse videos on YouTube that you can see how they transform um, the, the Magic Kingdom, Main Street USA, into uh, Christmas overnight. And you can also see how they transform the ships as well um, for their Halloween at Sea adventures. Um, it, it's really a fascinating watch, so highly recommended if you have a spare two minutes. Um, so about the 4th or the 5th, you head back into Magic Kingdom. It's going to be Christmas. Everything that you know 
and that you knew from five days prior, four days prior, whatever, however many days it'll be, is going to be changed. Now, I will make a bold statement here. Hollywood Studios is the better park at all for Christmas decorations right now. Um, I love that old-timey, nostalgic Christmas that you get with Hollywood Studios. You get the... What, what I could equate to, you know, going over to my grandparents' house on Christmas and they, they're playing the same music um, for the background music. So that, and I'm pretty sure my grandma had that one snowman, like that Santa Claus, uh, like a Coca-Cola Santa Claus, dis, like, decoration <laughs> yeah. I'm that was at uh, Hollywood Studios last year. I'm pretty sure I saw that at my grandmother's house. <laughs> um it's it's really the better park to go to for the decorations and the atmosphere, but if you if you want the party, if you want any of that, if you want the fireworks, then obviously you have to go to Magic Kingdom. But it it, it all doesn't matter. It all doesn't matter because right now it's October 29th, and as of about five five to seven days ago, the Emporium was selling Christmas stuff. So if you want to make the most out of a trip, you don't even have to go during Christmas or Halloween. Uh, just go a week, week, week or two beforehand. Um, you'll, you'll get Christmas and Halloween in October. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, they, they've already announced. They've already called their shot. You know, Toy Story Land is going to be all decked out. And oh crazy, God, that that's going to look fantastic. Yeah, and they they said uh, they're doubling down on Christmas decorations in that park. So. Um, even around um, whatever that lake where Gertie the dinosaur Echo Lake Echo Lake. Or, lake Gertie yeah Lake Gertie <laughs> I like Lake Gertie Echo Lake uh, is gonna supposedly it was already pretty pretty uh, immersed oh it, it was beautiful be yeah they're, they're gonna be more they said so it'll be exciting the Christmas tree just at the Echo Lake as well it's just it's glorious it's so lit up it's so well lit up as well it's not there's nothing missing there's yeah. no lights missing it's just and there's always a, a photo pass photographer there to take a picture as well. Yeah. What about you, Dave? Okay, well, I pretty much, um, I'm going to get a little creative for this one. So, on Halloween, I'm going to go in the morning and I'm going to go over and enjoy a day in the Magic Kingdom before the party. Just to kind of see the Halloween decorations that they have up. And um, and skip the party. I'll watch Hollow Wishes, as I said in the last episode, from uh, the Polynesian enjoying a nice Dole Whip. And uh, then kind of relaxing on the sand and waiting for the electric water pageant to happen. But the next morning, I'm going to Magic Kingdom. Because I have a sneaky suspicion that once that party is done and everybody is cleared out of the Magic Kingdom... I have a funny feeling that those decorations are coming down and Christmas is going to be up for the 1st of November. Just a hunch. I'm going to check it out, see if it, see if I'm right. But I think that uh, it might be cool to go from one day, go, into, uh, go in there, it's Halloween, next day go in, it's Christmas. So I'm going to see if I can get a little pixie dust by trying to do that. Um... I'm going to enjoy, uh, I'm going to eat like it's a holiday by going to Epcot and enjoying the rest of food and wine because I think food and wine goes to, the, what is it, the 5th? Or is it one more weekend? I don't know what it is this year. It was the 13th last year it was on to. Oh, so it's, so it's going to continue on, it's going to continue straight through. Okay, then, you know what? My holiday, I don't have to have the holiday meals. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to enjoy myself at Epcot, be, uh, Epcot during Food and Wine because, as most people in the Disney community will say as far as that, that's the most wonderful time of the year, even though I said at the beginning of the show that it technically wasn't. If you are a Diz head, Food and Wine is the most wonderful time of the year. So you're getting that uh, feast that you can only get during the holidays during Food and Wine. I'm going to make... A trip out to Universal and I'm going to experience Halloween Horror Nights because it does finish up in November this year. The last night of it is the third. So 
I'm going to take some time, go over the Halloween Horror Nights, still get my uh, Halloween on for a little while before going back and checking out uh, Hollywood Studios. If everything opens up on the, uh, you said the 8th? I'm going to assume that decorations are going to be up by the 5th. So I'm going to take some time, stroll through the studios, see what I can see, have a little fun that way. If you want to have a uh, really interesting Orlando experience that uh, has some bit of mystic ideal to it, here's something uh, new to try. Why don't you go over to Gatorland at one point on your trip? I think it's like $20 to get in. Yeah, if you have a family of uh, four, you're spending quite a bit. But, you know, if, you, if you're if you a couple or something like that, uh, or just uh, have some young children, go over to Gatorland and uh, check out their albino gators. They are um, this really ghost shade of white with these deep blue eyes that legends say... If you stare into them, you'll have a wish that will be granted within a year. So, especially dressed up for Christmas, of, all in white. Well, I was thinking, I was thinking more of a kind of just like a little uh, Halloween thing, you know? They're ghost white. They have a legend about them. They're uh, known to be a bit uh, aggressive. So you kind of have this little different thing going on. Kind of got the Halloweenish idea with the ghost and um, on top of that you know mecha lecha hi mecha hi ni ho you what? <laughs> that's pretty much the way I would end up doing it uh, obviously too take a lot of time to uh, just kind of enjoy yourself I think a, a trip for a transition I'm not going to be running the whole time around because I want to kind of just enjoy the gradual change. So I might be in the parks in the morning for a little while. Uh, I, I think I'm going to want to go to the hotels at night and see if there's uh, any uh, activity when they're kind of at the off hours. So during the day, I'm probably going to take a lot of naps. I'm probably going to relax, take a lot of pool time for that reason, just to uh, be able to... Uh, power through the night and just kind of resort hop at that point so maybe around 10 o'clock or so go over to one of the boardwalk restaurants like big river grilling or uh, maybe one of the lounges like martha's vineyard and just kind of just park my car there and then slowly meander around the uh, crescent lake going into each one seeing if anything's going up or maybe a late night visit to trader sam's and while the monorail is still running, kind of just check out the Grand Floridian and stuff like that. So that would be how I would do it. I haven't, <clears throat> I know you guys, uh, I haven't heard anybody mention wine and dine. Um, I know a lot of people are there this week experiencing the end of Halloween and getting ready for wine and dine uh, run Disney event. I know um, uh, Chuck's wife's going to run in that, right? Uh, yeah, she is. I'm going to be there. But I'm not going to run. I'm actually a little disappointed in the wine and dine course route this year because it's not on the boardwalk, which for natural or obvious reasons due to construction, you can't have people running through. That's not the reason I'm upset. I can't cheer on from the boardwalk bakery. (laughs) (laughs) You're actually going to have to stand out on on some type of um, I-4 or something like that. Well, last time I did that, I got a You know what? That's a different story. Move on. Wasn't I with you for that? My lawyer has told me I should not answer that question. Plead the fifth. You know, I, I bet uh, finding good spots to uh, view the runs is has its own uh, strategies involved. That, but, that's uh, interesting wording, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> well, it. you remember, all right, so uh, she running the... The half marathon, I take it? Uh, she's doing the 10K and the half, I think. Yeah. I thought the, the most brilliant spot I saw was some people uh, shantied up the the side of the road next to that McDonald's. Um, 
Open by Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I've actually got off the off the course during races and went over to that McDonald's and got a small fries and then continued running with the fries and giving the, <laughs> and giving them the people. See, here's the thing yeah. though about those races: like Heather doesn't run them to run them; she runs them for all the activities. So yeah. she'll stop the race. Oh, what'd you do on the race? Why did it take you so long? Oh, I went on Maelstrom. Er, oh, <laughs> right. Aww. Yeah, I've done that too. <laughs> oh man, I meant Frozen. Yeah. <laughs> there is no yeah. maelstrom. Well, I am envious. Pony Olaf. <laughs> there is no Dana. Only Zool. <laughs> only Zool. I think that's where I was trying to go. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. Where were we, where were we talking about French fries? Yes. Yeah. I wanted that's to well, roll. It's always that. That's where I was going. Ah, uh, yes. I think we went the did the gambit on this one. Yeah, yeah, we did. Oh, there is one thing more before because we're it's kind of a shorter show now, so kind of just to uh, lengthen it up to a, a bit. To, it'll still be a short show, but what do you guys think of the new uh, party that they're going to be offering at Tony's Town Square for uh, Mickey's not so, Mickey's very merry Christmas party? What's this? Yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Uh, it's it's a hard ticket. It's kind of like a dessert party, I guess. But um, they're doing it differently for the not so uh, for the Mary, Mickey's uh, very merry Christmas party. Um, so the last two hours of the party, right, Dave? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, you do two your party. and a half hours because it, it extends yeah. past the party. Yeah. Wait. And so the idea is you do the whole party, 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 and then you, you kind of wind up there. And I think it's come and go. They said you can just come and go as you please. And you kind of, it's kind of like a, a come and go um, dessert party um, during the party. Even after the party closes, it's a come and go? Yeah. It closes, the party itself is going on until 1230 mm-hmm. at Tony's Town Square. Yeah, well, I did the Wishes dessert party once, and I don't know if a come and go would actually work, because no, when you go God once, no. and then you get back up again, there's hardly anything left. <laughs> well, this is also giving you a um, dedicated viewing area for the Very Merry Christmas Parade. Oh, yeah. so it has a selection of artisanal meats, and cheeses. I, I just like the uh, word artisanal. Um, Tony's Famous Meatballs, mini hand-tossed pizzas, artichoke, ugh, I don't want that, <laughs> pumpkin tartlets, <laughs> yule logs, cannoli, Christmas cookies, and red velvet cupcakes. Uh, glass to the spoon. I don't think I would actually, I would Ooh, eat the beer pastries. And wine. I don't, I don't think I would eat any of the actual food offerings from Tony's. <coughs> <coughs> can hear me i'm gagging right now just thinking about <laughs> Dave's it Dave's thinking about tony's and uh, that's not a good sign everyone but again and be it in white. let the record show that i absolutely hate tony's town square but uh tomorrow annual pass holders get to uh call a day early and uh, make a reservation i will be calling right away and booking this because i am going to the last of the christmas parties mm-hmm. on the 21st and i'm expecting it to be mobbed at that point, so I think uh, if I can get a little bit of a private space and get uh, be treated like the VIP that I am, oh boy. <laughs> I think that uh, it's worth it for the $99. Plus uh, tax. Plus tax. And it'll probably ruffle Doug Davis's feathers that I'm doing it anyway, too, because there's another person paying for it. So that kind of did factor in. By the way, listen to the guys on WDW Main Street. They're good guys. You know what? I uh, I'm looking at this. I, if I was there for a Christmas party, I don't know that I'd do this. <laughs> I mean, you're getting cut meat on a plate, cookies, and a yule log for a hundred bucks. And the beer and wine. Don't forget about that. And the uh, magic. And, all right, yeah, Ooh. and the beer and wine. Okay. You're getting alcohol. That's good enough for me. Mm. That's still a pretty steep price for cookies. On top of your park entry. I'm... Yeah, well, I paid an arm and a leg for the... Uh, I, I think it was like 138 bucks for my ticket in. Jesus. Already, yeah. So. Wow. 
It was one of it was one of those. Uh, let's just say when I walked out of uh, what was it, the city hall, I was walking bow-legged. Why was that, Dave? <laughs> oh, my back went out. Ah, ah, yeah, that yeah. that could be uncomfortable. Yeah, but it is Disney, <laughs> so um, I did appreciate the Vaseline. <laughs> Oh, boy. Jeff, what's your take on this? Well, because it's at the very front of the park, it's really a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. You know, we always try to eat before we go to these parties so that we don't have to worry about taking time out to, to eat. So uh, just taking time out of eating of a very expensive per, per hour party anyway is kind of tough sell to me. Um, they, Disney's definitely shifted gears to doing a lot more, um, um, I guess, deluxe uh, accommodations for everything, and it's just another layer of that, you know, deluxe accommodations. Um, because it's at Tony's Town Square, that's it's, it's uh, lesser used. Um, um, that makes it non-deluxe right there. Right. I mean, it's they're they're utilizing a space that's not. You know, going to be. They can probably. Hey, this doesn't have revenue for these four hours. How could we fix that? Exactly. So, what about you know, the uh, dedicated trade viewing area? Yeah, that's nice. Uh, you you know as well as I do. You can. <laughs> the, these parties are easy to get parade spots. Maybe not primo parade spots, but you can always get pretty easily. Uh, get uh, reasonable parade spots um now everybody loves main street because it does the snowing stuff or the snope like uh steven was saying um that'd be the only other benefit now they didn't say anything about if it's a it's a double whammy where you actually get parade viewing and fireworks um but um i would assume no because i would assume that this is yeah it's tony's the parade viewing is tony's town square it's in Town Square, yeah, so log another yeah. one to you for the fireworks. Yeah, thirty-five dollars extra for the fireworks, <laughs> premium viewing. Jeez, oh, you know, yeah. And that's what if you're you know, one hundred and thirty-eight dollars to get mm-hmm. in, plus ninety-nine dollars for the the Tony's Town Square thing, and what another thirty-five dollars for the fireworks. That's over two hundred. No, that's not true. No, 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 that's just. No, that's don't don't take me for serious on that one. Yeah, thirty five dollars <laughs> is a joke. Thirty five dollars is a joke. Because so, let's be honest, it'd be more like ninety dollars. Ah, but even so, you're still talking this is true. over two hundred and forty dollars, nearly two hundred and fifty dollars yeah. for a night at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, a night or like seven hours? Yeah. To put it in perspective, we our last last year we went to. Um, Mickey's very merry Christmas party and spent two hours just waiting to get our picture taken with the the seven dwarves. So I mean, the, <laughs> it's all about what your what your main goal is uh, in in the night, and you know you can really eat up a lot of time just with one character wait. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it gets out of control. It's concerning. I'm not doing it. I would. I I respect Dave for doing it, and I. I say now that I probably wouldn't. Well, let me rephrase that. I definitely wouldn't because I've never been to a Christmas party, but if I've been to the Christmas party before, I may. Um, yeah. See, that's the thing. I've been to the Christmas party, and at this point, I know the last one is going to be crazy mobbed. I, so I can understand that. I mean, there With that, it's just one of those. It's more of a strategy. I paid for this Christmas party back in like may when it came out so the bill was or it's been bought and paid for it's already mm-hmm. there so it's like you know i got i guess i'm self-destructive yeah <laughs> well okay all right so you're doing the very last one dave yes yeah yeah no i, I would do that i'm just saying i wouldn't based I'm, on that you know, i would do it as well i went into the walmart day, yesterday and the line was to the door i walked right back out any other day, <laughs> I probably wouldn't do it, but the, I'm just thinking the way the crowds are and everything, because the last party always sells out anyway. It's mobbed, so... 
with that, I just kind of, and the fact that I hate people anyway, yep. it kind of works it works to my uh, advantage. Yep, I can see that. The advantage, not you hating people. Mm. <laughs> no, I what? don't hate people. I hate being stuck in crowds. So, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, ladies and gentlemen, how would you spend a transition vacation at WDW for, uh, to be able to encompass both Halloween and Christmas? What was your fancy names for it? chris or Hollowmas. And don't forget to vote in our Twitter poll. Chuck, I'm going to leave no, you. Oh, don't you dare do that. <laughs> That's yep. got bad news written all over it. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> by the time by by the time I'm done recording this, since uh, our friend Jeff over here is editing this one, this will be out of my mind. And once Thursday comes, when this comes out, my mind will be shot, and I will not be doing it. So, Chuck, that's on you. Something to do on the plane. Jeff, can you can you uh, send me a text with the spelling of Chrysoween and Halamis <laughs> that, that you decide sure. to use? And there will be a third option. What is this? All right. And you can tweet us at the Mickey Dudes to uh, answer this question. You can check out the Mickey Dudes on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Definitely check out our Facebook page. And with that, gentlemen, where can you be found on the various interwebs? Jeff. I'm at Braindead92 on Twitter and just plain old Brain Do. On Instagram. Excellent. Chuck? You could find me on the Twitter machine at Chuck in the chat, and you could visit my new website, chrisoweenhalamiss.org. Steven? <laughs> yeah, you can get me on Twitter on SJM Disney or Stephen Maxwell on Facebook. Dave? And you can find me at Figments Reality on Twitter and on Instagram. And ladies and gentlemen, Thank you for being with us today. Have a Merry Christmas. Wait, did we tell them where they could find all of us? Yes, we did that at the beginning. Ah. So. Happy Christmas, everyone. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I like Hollimus better. Happy Happy Hollimus. Ha- that sounds like a fish. Yes, yes it does. $37 on the menu at Tony's. Hollimus. <laughs> They took the job for the holiness. <laughs> You've just listened to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.